the way I like to support is through empowering you and through helping you expand your tolerance for discomfort and show yourself that you can rely on yourself through a variety of situations so that you can do more of what you want to do in your life without getting so dysregulated, without feeling so overwhelmed by it. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I have a really juicy episode for you this week. I'm really excited about it. I I have a feeling this one's going to resonate with you a lot, and I hope it's going to be really, really helpful for you. Before I dive into the episode, I want to remind you that we have the Not Too Sensitive workshop coming up on December 20th. So this is a workshop that's really going to help you learn how to feel confident and regulated even when you're in situations that typically stress you out. So I got inspired to create this this workshop with the holidays coming up because I was talking to a lot of highly sensitive people and I was hearing so many nerves around travel and around being being in places with people who don't understand you maybe you have specific dietary restrictions or you're you're sensitive to fragrances or fabrics or you know you just have experiences that other people don't understand and maybe it feels really triggering and nerve-wracking to walk into a situation where you're going to be around people like that for like 5 hours um Maybe you have a lot of holiday parties coming up. You know, there's just like a lot of things that can come up for us as highly sensitive people. And so I really wanted to have a workshop to help you feel confident and grounded and proud of the way that you show up. And one thing we're really going to be focusing on in that workshop is how you can express your needs as an HSP in a way that feels really calm and collected And in a way that really demands respect, because I found that a lot of times we try to explain and assert ourselves and it ends up with us feeling very defensive, feeling like we're kind of like shouting into a void, feeling like people don't hear us, they don't respect us. And it's so, so frustrating. So I really want to give you some tools to feel really empowered in the way that you show up. And this workshop is, it's happening on December, December 20th. You will get a replay of it after and it can literally apply to any time in your life. You know, it doesn't have to be around the holidays. It can be any time you're going to a party or anywhere that you're going to be in a situation that tends to feel stressful and you feel like misunderstood and you're around a lot of people who don't get you. That's what this is for. So 
If you want to join us, be sure to save your seat. You can click the link in the show notes to grab your spot. If you're listening to this after December 20th, you can still totally sign up for the workshop and you'll just automatically be emailed the replay. So really excited for that. So many of you already have signed up and I'm excited also to like hang out virtually on Zoom. I just feel like that's such a sweet way to connect with you all and put more of like... I don't know, a face to the people who listen to me on the podcast. You know, you don't have to have your video on on the Zoom call either. A lot of people won't, I'm sure. But yeah, I don't know. It just feels really special to me. So I would love to have you there if if you're feeling called to join us. So link in the show notes to sign up and save your spot. Today's episode of the podcast was inspired by a comment that I got on a an Instagram post I shared this week. And the post was about how you're not selfish for having different needs than other people. And even if other people don't understand your needs as an HSP, that doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or that you're a bad person. And as I, I had a feeling a lot of people would resonate with this post, and they absolutely did. And I got this one comment that... I really wanted to be able to answer in a thoughtful way, and I'm not going to say the whole comment here because it would be kind of long to read out, but in a nutshell, this woman had asked if highly sensitive people are more high needs and how we can kind of discern if we're being selfish about our needs, if we're being inflexible. And when it and when we are when we actually have an opportunity to be more open to doing things that might be a little overwhelming or dysregulating, and the example that this this woman used in her comment was that she'll usually decline invites that are to do something past seven p.m. because it can just be overwhelming for her. She has to go to bed early, and so it just never feels like something that she is open to doing. Um, But she was like genuinely curious, like, am I being too inflexible? Like, am I being selfish with this? Should I be more open? And um, she also had shared that she'd even lost some friendships due to this. So I was like trying to write an Instagram post to share my thoughts on this. And it was like so challenging for me to put into words. And I'm like, oh, this should definitely just be a podcast open and a podcast episode because I feel like it'll be a lot easier for me to kind of like... um, articulate my thoughts on this. So let's get into it. I think this will be helpful for you and hopefully like an empowering an empowering shift for you as well. So I feel like in some ways I might be have a different angle and approach than other people out there who talk about high sensitivity because my approach is really about empowerment and building a healthy level of resiliency and expanding our tolerance for discomfort. That is like, these are like key things that I focus on with HSPs along with a foundational, along with the foundational work of deep, true self-acceptance. Because I feel like when we're, when we at our core accept ourselves as we are, we're more able to take good care of ourselves. We have more self-trust it's more natural for us to assert our needs. Like having that baseline of self-acceptance is huge. And I just choose to approach everything from an empowered mindset. The other thing you should know about my approach is that I am a very driven person and I tend to work with a lot of HSPs who are driven, who have big dreams, who really want to do a lot with their lives. And so 
the way that I like to support clients and just you all on the podcast, like wherever, the way I like to support is through empowering you and through helping you expand your tolerance for discomfort and show yourself that you can rely on yourself through a variety of situations so that you can do more of what you want to do in your life without getting so dysregulated, without feeling so overwhelmed by it. That's just the way that I do things. There's going to be other people out there in the HSP space who are amazing and talented and like so supportive and helpful, but their their approach might really be more about like just staying in and really just like honoring being a more introverted, sensitive person, which is beautiful. I just am the type of person who I'm like, I want to go out and live my life. I want to feel like a freaking confident person. Like, I just want to be the fully expressed version of myself as a highly sensitive person. So that is just like something that I want to share as kind of a caveat. So to answer this question, like, okay, am I being selfish and inflexible? Should I be more open to kind of, you know, being flexible and and going along with these different experiences? And so my response here is it depends. It depends on it depends on the situation and it depends on how you are feeling and it's up to us to be able to discern that. I do think this is my true opinion. I do think there's a lot of times where we can be quite rigid in our in our way of living as highly sensitive people because a lot of us have gotten hurt in the past. Maybe we ended up having chronic health issues or we've just had experiences where we felt so stressed out and so dysregulated in certain situations that we're like, ooh, I do not want to go back there again. Like, I know I'm not putting myself in any situation like that. And Dr. Elaine Aaron, who coined the term highly sensitive person, who wrote the book, The Highly Sensitive Person, she speaks early on in the book about how having a healthy level of stress is really important for us as highly sensitive people. Because if you think about it, if we like avoid all discomfort and all stress as much as possible, I mean, life is inherently going to have unexpected things happen. Like that's just life. So when those things happen, you're going to be less able to handle them, manage them, and it might completely shut you down, right? So that is the first thing I want to say is like, I do think, and I say this with love and I've been there, I do think sometimes we can be a bit rigid with our needs sometimes because because we've been traumatized, because we've had experiences that, you know, didn't we're not good for us and that freaked us out and it's like, oh, I don't want to go back there again. But there's so much nuance to this because sometimes you have the best choice for you is to be extremely firm and to say, no, I cannot go. And so in order to help you kind of make these decisions for yourself and kind of trust your gut and trust what's best for you, you want to really check in with how you are currently feeling, check in with any fears that you might have, and also check in with your values. So for example, my my husband is very extroverted. He likes to be around people. He likes to go out and do things. And I like to be in bed early. He actually does too, which is great. <laughs> but I like to be in bed early. Um, I tend to be <clears throat> more introverted. I also really, yeah, I need a lot of sleep. I need specific sleep environment, like my white noise and my eye mask and things like that. So When he has asked me in the past to go do something, like especially if it's last minute, my knee-jerk reaction is like, no, I don't want to do that. No, 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 I can't do that. It's already too late. No, I don't want to do that, right? And that's usually, and a lot of times, 
my desire to stay in wins. He's like, okay, that's fine. Just thought I'd bring it up. But when I check in, like there are times where I've checked in with myself and used what I'm talking about with you here today, where I checked in with myself and I'm like, huh, how am I feeling? I actually feel okay. I slept well last night. Like I actually feel pretty good. Um, what fears do I have around maybe going to do this thing? Well, a fear might be that, oh, I don't know anybody here. And what if it's awkward? And what if he wants to stay way later than I want to? And what if, you know, I don't know, there's nothing for me to eat. Like, I don't know, just things like that. This is kind of like a past example, you know? So those are the fears that I can check in with. And the fear might also be like, I don't know if I can handle it. Like, what do I do if this happens? Oh my gosh, this feels like overwhelming. Like, oh, I don't want to deal with it, right? But then I check in with my values. And for me, something I really value is going out and having new experiences in my life. I do value that. I really get a lot of joy out of trying new restaurants, connecting with people. Like even though I am more introverted, I like having conversations with people. Um, I like exploring different places. I do get energized about around like going out and doing things sometimes. And so And I also value just like having these new experiences with my husband. And I do value, you know, like trying to put some of his needs first in the relationship too and not just letting my needs always overpower because a lot of times we do do what I want to (laughs) do. That was a lot of do's. And so sometimes I would assess these kinds of situations and I'd be like, you know what? Let's go do it. Yes, let's go do it. Right? And a lot of times it ends up being great. And I'm like so happy I went. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Thank goodness. Like it, it sometimes can really bring so much inspiration and invigoration and energy that I would not have had if I had stayed at home, read the book, stayed in my comfort zone, stayed in my safe space, right? Like sometimes that is the answer, but that's only for me to discern. Sometimes though, I could check in with myself and in that same situation and it's like, no, I really don't have it in me. I am tired. It's been such a long week. I'm just feeling so burnt out. And when I really think about this, like, yeah, I do have a little bit of anxiety around this. But in this moment, like my value, my desire to just like take really good care of myself and rest is going to win here. That is most important to me. Like I really need to pour it into my own cup. And so I think just like making it a practice to kind of check in with yourself and discern is really important um, because sometimes we can have that knee-jerk reaction, but then if we kind of run it through like, okay, what do I value? How am I actually feeling? And do I have any fears holding me back from doing this? And maybe it would actually be fine. Like sometimes the answer is yes. Like sometimes the answer is like, yeah, go try it. Like see what happens. Like it's, it's temporary. You're going to be able to come home anyway. You know what I mean? The other thing that I think is so important with all of this, and this really helps us to feel confident in getting into these different situations, because I find that a lot of times highly sensitive people will have this knee-jerk reaction to say no and to avoid and not want to do things because we are nervous about feeling overwhelmed and we don't feel like we have adequate tools to regulate ourselves and to get ourselves back to a a state of feeling good and grounded. And so that's where it's like having practices like meditation, emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as tapping, EFT tapping, 
breath work, moving your body, you know, having a mindfulness practice, being aware of the foods that you put into your body instead of eating a lot of caffeine and sugar and things like that. Like all of these things can then impact the way that we experience different environments. And something that I preach constantly is expanding your window of tolerance as a highly sensitive person. And so the window window of tolerance is a theory that it was um, coined by Dr. Dan Siegel, and you can go Google Google it. I've also written an article about it. I can link it here as well. But basically, the idea is that you want to expand your nervous system's ability to handle dysregulating situations and bring yourself back to a regulated, calm state more quickly. So each time we do this, we we can handle more a variety of situations. We can show ourselves that we're safe, and so we become less scared and overwhelmed by different environments because we know we can handle it. Now, of course, we are highly sensitive. So I'm not telling you like, oh, go out and just like blast your nervous system and go do all these like crazy things, like not at all. And and you like, I don't want you to feel like, oh, I have to change who I am. But I do want you to feel like you have options in your life. And I don't want you to feel like you just have to like stay home and avoid all of the time when there's a part of you that does want to go out and do things. And so that's why I feel so passionate about teaching you how to expand your tolerance for discomfort. Because if like, I want you to have the option to go do that and not have to stay home because you're afraid of being overwhelmed. You know what I mean? And so nervous system regulation is something if you, if I teach it in all of my courses, but like a great entry point for this would be the sensitive and soulful vault. There's an entire nervous system regulation library in there. Like It's just like a core part of my teachings. So that's kind of my response there. It really is. It's like, you know, it depends. And I think too, like a huge piece of the puzzle here that I think I mentioned briefly, but I'm going to say it again. A huge piece of the puzzle here is self-trust. And I think a lot of times we are kind of getting caught in these loops because we don't necessarily fully trust ourselves to make the quote unquote right decision. And sometimes too, it's like, Yeah, it's like either that, so that could look like, okay, I don't trust myself to be able to handle this and this social situation or whatever. I don't trust that I could handle this, so I'm going to say no. Or I don't trust that I'm making the right choice. I don't trust, you know, I don't trust that my choice to stay home is the best thing for me and maybe I should push myself harder. And no one can answer that but you. But you have to be honest with yourself and you have to discern. And so I think that's why kind of bringing the question in of like, okay, is or anything I'm afraid of or feeling anxious about that might be stopping me and what do I value and is this experience in alignment with my values? I think that can help you kind of solidify your decision and feel more confident in it, right? So my hope is that this podcast gives you a little bit more clarity. I know it can be hard. I know that It can be tricky to be highly sensitive in a world that like does not really understand sensitivity and to feel different. And we can be so hard on ourselves for having our our needs and we can feel selfish and we can feel like a burden and we can feel like, you know, we're being dramatic or we're being too much. And I want to remind you that those are probably not your own words. It's probably phrases and things you heard growing up and you're just like repeating it in your mind because it's just become a pattern and you're not selfish for having different needs. You're not selfish for needing more rest or needing to, you know, avoid crowded situations for the most part, right? 
But again, like I said, I just want you to have options. I want you to be able to make an empowered decision about if you actually want to go do that thing or not versus feeling like you simply cannot because you're highly sensitive. That is my goal with you. I want you to have options. And the the other piece of this too that really ties it all together is knowing how to speak up for your needs with confidence and with certainty and really accepting and embracing yourself as you are and trusting yourself. Because if we're kind of coming into things like going at this, like again, like let's say you got invited to go to a party and then you're like, oh no, I just actually really don't think I can do this. If you're coming at it from a place of feeling like a terrible person and judging yourself, what what's my problem? Why can't I do this? And you're feeling like overly like apologetic and like you need to over explain yourself. Like that's not the energy that we want to be in. And I know it can be easy for us to go there because of what I just said about what we heard growing up and what we've kind of come to believe about ourselves. But that's something I'm really going to be helping you shift in the not too sensitive workshop because when you accept that, hey, I'm highly sensitive and I have these needs and you have this energy about you where it's like, this is me, take it or leave it. Like I love and accept myself. And that means that I'm going to have to turn this invitation down. When it's like very much this like grounded approach, it is received differently. Now that doesn't mean that everyone's going to understand it. There are going to be absolutely people who might push back, who might be like, okay, well, I don't get you. I don't know what your problem is. And that's okay. Like there's going to be those people out there and those aren't your people. But I want you to feel really good and really proud and really confident in the way that you show up. Because knowing these things, conceptualizing these things is one thing, but then actually putting it into practice and speaking up is another thing. And so that's really what I'll be helping you do in that workshop. Like that's what I'm here for. Like, okay, here I'm planting the seed. I'm giving you these ideas of things to think about. Now, if you need more support, maybe you don't, but if you do need more support, the workshop's going to be awesome. So link in the show notes for that. Uh, please let me know if this episode supported you. I always just love hearing from you guys. I love, I read all of your comments for the most part as much as I can. I can't always respond to every single one, but I get so much inspiration from what you say and your feedback. So it really means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for, sh- for supporting the show. And yeah, I, I love you guys and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love Talk soon.